Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Here, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're listening to Miller Thomas, the always the wonderful host of this podcast. I'm a journalism student and a graphic designer who's graduating pretty soon. So go please check out my website, millerthomas24.myportfolio.com to check out all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. For today's show, we got a jam-packed show. We're going to do just one topic today, but it's going to cover both segments. And it's going to be who should be the D-backs closer in 2020. I'm going to give you my list of candidates and their case, uh, each one of their cases for why they should be the closer for the D-backs in 2020. But first, if your company is interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast Locked on Diamondbacks is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, our rates are the most reasonable around. Email me at LockedOnDiamondbacks at gmail.com to find out more. So now let's jump right into segment number one today. So, who should be the Diamondbacks closer in 2020? It's a big question for the D-backs heading into the season. It's one of the things I said that could hold them back if they want to be a true title contender this season and, and really, you know, make their mark in baseball and really they really want to exert their dominance in baseball and put their print on the league. I think their back on the back end of their bullpen is you know, one area of concern that gives you a little pause where you say, hey, do they have that elite closer? Do they have that shutout guy who, can you, who, who you can give the ball to in the ninth inning of a close game and give the ball to them and say, hey, go shut this one down. We're up one run. There's two outs. There's a man on third. Go shut this down. Give us a save so we can go home with the victory. I don't know if the D-backs have that guy, and that's the topic of discussion today. Who should be the D-backs closer in 2020? I have three candidates that I think are prime for that closer spot for the D-backs. Three guys who I think have the resume or the tools and arsenal to, to be an effective closer for not just the D-backs, but just in the sport of baseball in general, who I think fit the mold of a possible closer. And those three guys are Archie Bradley. You guys know who that is. Kevin Ginkle, you know, the youngster, really just pitched last year was his rookie season. And then Hector Rondon, the man was acquired this offseason from the Houston Astros. So those are my three hot picks for closer. So let's jump into why each one, you know, has their case for a closer and which one ultimately should get the nod entering 2020. So let's start off with Archie Bradley, the man who's most well-known on this team. Archie Bradley was pretty much the primary closer last year, so it would make sense for him to continue that role after Greg Holland really, you know, struggled in the closer role last year. Archie Bradley really stepped up, and uh, he struggled himself a little bit. He had some up and downs throughout the season, but he ended up being the primary closer to end the season for the D-backs. And, you know, the D-backs could look to just make him the closer again in 2020. That would be the easiest transition. He already is familiar with the role. He already has experience. 
So that'll be really easy for Archie Bradley. If you look at his numbers, the last year he had a 3.52 ERA. He had 71 innings pitched, 28 earned runs in those innings. He had 87 strikeouts, and he had 18 saves. So 18 saves is pretty good. 3.5 ERA is solid, but it's not dominant. It's not Craig Kimbrell. It's not a role to Chapman. It's not like some of these other closers you see with those ERAs above, you know, uh, not above, but below two who are really elite and can just shut down an inning and Archie Bradley has shown flashes of that just two years prior he had a 173 ERA so we know he can be a flamethrower I mean if you just look at the velocity on his pitches his four seam fastball 96 plus it could even hit 100 at times he's got a knuckle curve around 82 a change up in the in the 80s a 95 mile an hour sinker so he's got the pitching arsenal to be an effective and elite closer. But it just depends on whether he has the makeup to do it. One thing that was a concern for me for Archie Bradley last year was how poorly he pitched on short rest. If you just look at his numbers, when he had a day or less of rest, in those 32 innings pitch, he gave up 18 earned runs. Granted, he had 44 strikeouts, so that's really dominant. But 18 earned runs is just way too many for a guy like Archie Bradley. He wasn't good in, in days where he had to get the ball in back-to-back games. And sometimes you have to do that as a closer. You have to come in two straight games, maybe three straight games if need be, before you get that rest. And Archie Bradley, he wasn't too great in that last year. But in overall save situations, those 28 innings pitch, he had seven earned runs and 25 strikeouts. So that's a two... 2.25 ERA in save situations. So he was good in save situations. It just depended on how much rest he got. If he was a guy that got, you know, two days of rest or more, he those numbers really start to look dominant. That ERA really started to look phenomenal, start to get below two in that 1.5 range. So Archie Bradley needs rest to be an effective closer. But he did show last year how well he can be as a closer. He did show... You know, flashes, not from two years prior, but he showed uh, flashes that he can be a dominant closer, possibly for the D-backs for the long haul. It just depends if they will keep him there in 2020, and that's what we're trying to decide today. So if Archie Bradley is a closer in 2020, that will make a lot of sense. That won't turn a lot of heads. He, He has the capability to do it. He's done it before. He did it last year. So we know it. We, you know, as humans, we like familiarity we like to be comfortable so that would be just the logical choice making the man who was the closer last year the closer in 2020 we'll be right back with more locked on diamondbacks after this quick message do you hate stepping on the scale maybe it's because you haven't met the right one a company called withings produced the world's first smart scale and they are still the best in fact Tom's Guide rated Withings Body Plus the best overall smart scale of 2020. If you're looking to lose weight, willpower is key, but so is having the right tools. Withings smart scales are known for durability and exceptional user-friendly design. Step on and data from every way and syncs automatically to the free app for iOS and Android via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Lots of smart scales don't have the Wi-Fi option, and it means you need to have your phone on you. But with Withings Body Plus gives weight, full body composition, weight trend, even a local weather report. The scale can support up to eight users and even knows who is who. So here's the deal. 
You can get 25% off of Withings Body Plus right now at Withings.com for a very limited time. Go to Withings.com, W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S.com backslash MLB to get 25% off Body Plus Body Composition Scale. That is W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot com backslash M-O-B to get 25% off Body Plus Body Composition Scale. Welcome back, and here's the rest of that conversation between myself and I on who should be the D-backs closer in 2020. Let's go to the next candidate on my list. That is Kevin Ginkle. He was a rookie last year, only 26 years old, so he is very young. Kevin Ginkle's his pitching arsenal. He's not he's a flamethrower, but not quite like Archie Bradley. He could still get a fastball in the mid-90s. His secondary pitch is primarily his slider in the mid-80s, and then he has a changeup too, but he doesn't throw that a lot. So a backdoor slider with a a fastball that comes right at you, that's a great one-two arsenal. And then if you throw that changeup occasionally in the right situation, that's a great mix-it-up pitch. So I like Kevin Ginkle's arsenal too as a closer. And when you just look at his numbers from last year, Kevin Ginkle really has some eye-popping numbers. He really jumped off the page for the D-backs last year. He had a 1.48 year array, 24 innings pitch, only four earned runs given up, and 28 strikeouts. So those 24 innings pitch, you know, it's not a ton of innings. It's a rather small sample size, but a lot of guys on the D-backs who are pitchers like Zach Gallen and Luke Weaver, they didn't have a large sample sizes last year, but they did show a lot in what they in, in the days they did pitch. I think Kevin Ginkle showed a ton last year. I think he really made a strong case for a future closer. Uh, and if not, at least a setup man. I mean, he was just straight dominant last year. And some of the numbers that I think are really critical when determining a, a, a closer, when you look at the day of rest like I just showed with Archie Bradley, how Archie Bradley struggled with one day of rest or less, if you just look at Kevin Ginkle, who was the exact opposite, when Ginkle had one day of rest or less, in those 15 innings pitch, he had only given up one earned run. Let me repeat that once again. One earned run. So Ginkle was flat out dominant when he didn't get a lot of rest, and that's really crazy. He had 17 strikeouts in those uh in that one day of rest or less so that is crazy and then when you look at his numbers in safe situations as well 11.2 innings pitch in safe situations he had 10 strikeouts and no earned runs he didn't give up one run when it was time to close out the ball game so when you look at his pitching arsenal and his numbers on days uh on short rest and in safe situations it seems like he has all the tools to be an effective closer there's he has all the ingredients to to make a beautiful chicken noodle soup and that chicken noodle soup is called being a dominant closer for the d-back so i like kevin ginkle only a rookie last year so you know he has higher potential you know he's still young so he can he only has more room to grow as he as he has more room to grow so if he was tab the closer he'll grow into that role even more learn more and just build off that experience so 
I really like him. I think he's a strong candidate for a closer in 2020. But there's still one more guy who I think has a strong case to be a closer. That is Hector Rondon. Coming over from the Houston Astros, had a 371 ERA last year, 60 innings pitched, 25 earned runs, and 48 strikeouts. So he was really good in the strikeout department, like the other two guys. But what makes him a little bit different than the other two guys is that he has more closer experience than anyone, uh, than more closer experience than any of the other candidates. Uh, back when he was with the Cubs, he was their primary closer. If you look at his numbers with the Cubs in 2014, he had 2.42 ERA, 29 saves. In 2015, 167 ERA, 30 saves. He had 18 saves the next year with 3.53 ERA. And then just this past season in uh, Houston, he had 15 saves with a three point or no, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong one. Just this past season in Houston. He didn't have any saves, but the year before is what the one I was talking about. Was second to last year in Houston. He had 15 saves with 3.2 ERA. So he he has a ton of saves under his belt, 92 total. So he has a lot of experience as a closer, as a closer. He knows what it takes, he knows what it entails. He has full seasons under his belt as a closer. So he's ready and equipped for anything that comes his way but last season he wasn't a closer too much for uh the Houston Astros he was more as a setup and middle relief pitcher more as a spot closer if need be in safe situations so I think it'll be fine if you know Toy Lovello decided to move him back into that closer role but who knows he could also be used as a middle relief pitcher but when you do look at Hector Rondon's numbers on one day of rest or less. In those 16 innings pitch, he had seven earned runs and 13 strikeouts. So those numbers are solid. That's around a 3-3 ERA. You know, that's in that three, that's in that mid threes in terms of ERA. So that's solid. And if you look at uh, Hector Rondon in save situations, 20 innings pitch, 10 strikeouts, eight earned runs. So that's a 3.6 ERA. So he's pretty much his numbers overall in the season right around where he aligned with short rest and in save situations. He was a mid-three ERA guy last year, pretty much across the board. So it'll be just fine if he was tab the closer. He does have the most experience in that role. So in terms of who you think you would have confidence most as a closer for the full season, it might be Hector Rondon. So I wouldn't for a fault Tori Lovello that's the decision he made, but I'm not sure if it's the decision I would make. So who, so to wrap it up, who do I think should be the closer for the D-backs in 2020? I think the easiest thing would be to start the season with Archie Bradley as the closer. He did do it last year. He's the most recent guy to have closing experience. Hector Rondon wasn't really a closer last year, but the year before he was. So he's kind of two years removed. Archie Bradley saved 18 games last year. So I think it's the easiest to tab him the closer uh, from opening day. But I think I want Kevin Ginkle as my closer once the playoff comes. Once the season starts wrapping up and we start gearing up for the playoffs, I think there should be a change of guard throughout the season where Kevin Ginkle becomes that closer guy. I love his stuff. I loved what he did in save situations and short rest. So I think if he learns from Archie Bradley, maybe he's a setup guy to Bradley and then have a changing of guard, a passing of the torch 
you uh, sort of say, uh, midway through the season where Archie Bradley maybe becomes a setup guy and Kevin Ginkle becomes a closer, I think that would be my ideal scenario. And if that doesn't happen, I think Ginkle will be the closer of the future for the D-backs, maybe not in 2020, but in at least 2021 because Archie Bradley is going to be a free agent after this year, and we don't know if they're going to resign him or not. So I do like Kevin Ginkle. If he's not the closer at the end of this season coming up, he will be the closer, I think, at least 2021. Thank you to everyone who tuned in to today's podcast of the Locked On Diamondbacks. I got one more question before you guys go. What are you doing for the game? Whether you're the casual follower, the tweets everything person, the beginner, the diehard, the stat, the stat nerd, the smack talker, the appetizer guy, the couldn't care less or the makes everything into a competition person, we all have our place in the sports world. The same personalities apply to fantasy sports, and Lee Kamish exists to ensure your fantasy sports experience is the best one for you. We match managers to leagues as we lay the foundation for your new league. It's as easy as sign up with your preferences, get matched, and approve of that match before any commitment on your end. Sign up with the league commission by February 29th and receive 15% off by entering in the code LOCKEDON in the referred by section of the sign-up form. Now, it's not February 29th, but you can still receive that code. But the first 25 people to sign up using our code receive their first match free. So... What are you doing for the game? Find your next fantasy fantasy sports league at leaguecommish.com. Now, thank you to everyone who tuned into the Locked On Dimebacks podcast. Go listen to yesterday's podcast if you missed that one. I'll give you the rest of my D-backs rotation and who I think should be the catcher for the D-backs in 2020. And then go tell your Alexa device to play the newest episode of Locked On Fantasy MLB so you guys can stay up to date with news and rankings and everything related to fantasy baseball. Everyone stay safe and stay healthy. Peace!